two, one. Welcome to Gino and Dave's Fantasy Fiverr, where each week we talk about the greatest fantasy football league, the Kodiaks. I'm Dave. And I'm Gino. It's Monday. We got two games going right now. Uh, so we're going to give you guys the best we can on the week. And if we're still waiting on a fireball, correct? From uh, the Mahomes game? Yeah. So maybe no one will actually ever listen to this. Yeah, this might be a podcast to the ether. That will not get published. Uh, speaking we, of, we should check the chat. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's jump in. Controversy of the week. Our commissioner does not understand how rules work, right? I think it was pretty clear. Everybody kind of got on board. We're not going to talk politics in the fantasy football chat. Uh, Kowtow still owes a shot for talking politics. And, and one, he's not doing it. And then number two, he's trying to like lash out. And be like, everybody who ever talks politics anywhere for any reason has to give me a shot, too. Uh, what do you, I, what, what's your take on this, Gino? I guess we're supposed to kind of present both sides, you know, fair and balanced. Uh, what, what's Brian's look on this? Well, Brian's look on this is that, you know, he's... First of all, he's not even the original commissioner. Somehow he talked himself into being a, a co-commissioner. So he's like commissioner assistant to the commissioner, a commissioner. And did I confuse you enough with all the commissioners? Um, also, he's, he thinks that makes him a dictator, which means if he, whatever he says goes, if, you know, if you don't like it, then he's going to launch a nuke at you. Um, and then if you call him on anything, then he's just going to call, lash out on everyone else. And I think I've seen him, like, you know, putting tweets in the middle of the night, you know, with misspelled words and, Things like that, where he's been lashing out. So, uh, I, honestly, I think it's pretty. I'm trying to see his side, and all I see is someone that, that just won't agree to what you know the greater good of the mass. Yeah. So, I mean, the controversy here, uh, Brian, you still owe a shot. Clean that up, and then maybe we can work from there, right? We gotta, we gotta all take a step to get on the same page, and then we can work from there. All right. First up, game of the week. Allen versus Allen, the Allen Bowl. Uh, I mean, Gino, what do you what do you see in here? Uh, I'll let you talk first because I got to pick first. Uh, yeah, yeah, and the Allen Bowl really, Allen Classic is just showing why he's the classic Allen, uh, forever to be known from the rest of the fantasy football year until the next Allen Bowl, at least. Little Allen, uh, which is previously known as Second Allen, uh, Little Allen just really. Couldn't get it together, you know, with the likes of throwing shots out like Lockett and then Gallup, who is the fifth best receiving, you know, target for Dak Prescott, uh, you know, just didn't get it done. He tried to get cute and run old man Jimmy Graham out there. And with although he had Chris Carson put up as many points as his quarterback, it just wasn't enough. So, uh, you know, what are you going to do? Allen Classic beat Little Allen, and Allen Classic is just piling it on because Mahomes is still playing. So, and the Kansas City defense doing pretty good. So, 
yeah, Dalvin Cook's great. Mark Andrews is great. Take care of his team. Alan Classic with a big win. Do you want to take any after-action cheap shots for uh, Lil Allen playing Joe Burrow over top of Tom Brady, the GOAT? Well, I just think it's really funny that, you know, Tom Brady's first touchdown in the season, Lil Allen starts texting out, oh, I, so I get to keep Tom Brady in, like, the 10th round next year. That's how keepers work, right? And then and three games later, doesn't even have the audacity to play him and plays <laughs> Joe Burrow instead. So, uh, yeah, I mean, karma sucks for him. As of right now, um, it's looking like about a 10-point edge for Allen Classic. Uh, he's got Casey defense, Patrick Mahomes in the game, and then little Allen has Crosby. I don't think Crosby's going to overcome the current 13, 14-point deficit. And then whatever ha- else happens this game, Gino for uh, Fireball and uh, Trashman. Who are you thinking? You know, Dalvin Cook only put up 28 points, so we can't give him Fireball because I think we have to reinstate the rule that we have for elite players like Dalvin Cook, where it has to be at least 30. So we're going to go ahead and say Fireball goes to Mark Andrews because he he came back after a couple of weeks of doing nothing and scored two touchdowns. No, I like that pick, too. Um, he came back with a vengeance, and he's been pretty silent this year. And then Trashman on Baby Allen's side of the ball. I, <laughs> I'd i like to throw this out there. Uh, Lockett. Or Gallup. I mean, let's go with Gallup, actually, because that Dak Prescott had 500 passing yards. And Michael Gallup had two receptions for 29. I mean, what are you going to do when he's, like, the fifth best wide receiver on the team? But I'm for it. Michael Gallup. Josh Mann. All right. Nominee. All right. Nominees. And then, uh, yeah. Well, congratulations, Allen Classic. You are the Allen until the next Allen Bowl. And uh, baby Allen. Well, you're baby Allen. Next on our plate is Nick versus Gino. Yeah, so this is fun. Um, put up a pretty decent score. Um, what am I projecting? At? 126. We got CEH still playing. So, you know, COVID hit. Had to make a flex, Cam Newton, and decided, I, you know what? Why not put the beard out there? Gave me 32 points. Was feeling pretty good about myself. But this is back to back weeks where. Josh Jacobs just isn't getting it done for me. And Josh Jacobs and Jonathan Taylor are supposed to be like the two stud backs I have in my starting lineup that keep, you know, a great floor and let CEH be the one that could go crazy or maybe hurt me depending on what they do. And so I got I to gotta reevaluate how I'm going to go about that. Odo Beckham went for 37 points and I still can't win this because my trash man, DeAndre Hopkins, did not come through. <laughs> oh. You've already decided who you want your trash man to be. Yeah. Is it because Christian Kirk, who's not very good, got a touchdown? Is that why? Or just because, you know, because Arizona lost all overall. Did he really have the opportunity to bring you through this game? Well, I mean, what do you have? Eight, eight targets? Nine targets. Seven receptions for 41 yards. That's not what you're looking for for DeAndre Hopkins. So, uh, you know, he was a little little beat up going into the game, so maybe they had to play with it. But if he's getting nine targets, I expect him to be putting up a lot more points than he did. 
So that's why he's my trash nominee. Yeah. And then on the other side of the ball, uh, Nick, you know, it's good to see Kenny Galladay back. Alvin Kamara is doing Alvin Kamara things. And George, beast mode Kittle. Oh, my yeah, God. I got Kittle real bad. The game was close. We, you know, we were we were kind of projected to be real close. Kept going back and forth, and then I just got Kittled. So obvious fireball nominee. Yeah, I think it's a pretty easy one. Um, so let's see who's still playing in this game. So we got Ceh still playing, and we got Gurley still playing. Um, right now he's up by about twenty points. So I think it's a safe bet to say that we will keep those those picks. Um, anything else you want to talk about with this game? No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. All right, so next up, we got Dave versus Timmy. I'm putting up 200 points V. All right, um, this one actually hurts a little extra because I don't know if you remember this, but we have an over-under bet, Julio Jones. Julio, five touchdown Jones. 5.5 over under. And in the first, I don't know. Oh, wait, that's Aaron Jones, not Julio. Whew. <laughs> Aaron Jones. Yeah. Already Julio, Julio's just starting right now. Julio's just starting. Uh, Timmy V is about to put up 200 freaking points on my face. Like, oh, Joe Mixon is, I mean, we knew this was going to happen. Joe yeah, Mixon yeah. is not the kind of back who's just going to disappear. Uh, Cincinnati desperately needs Joe Mixon. And so, you know, this is just kind of evening the playing field, kind of a little bit of a bounce back. Three touchdown game. Thank God he won't have that all the time. But then, you know, he's still going to continue to produce 150 yards, three touchdowns. It was great for Tim. 40 points. Melvin Gordon, that 40 yard touchdown in garbage time broke my heart when I watched it. But at this point, who cares? Dak Prescott in a loss to the Cleveland Browns, which is just disgusting. Put up 500 yards, four passing touchdowns. I mean, Timmy's team is firing all cylinders. He deserves his number two spot in the league. Uh, I'm not even, you know, my team didn't show up to play. On my side, Josh Allen did Josh Allen things, right? He busted 30. But really, nobody else did well. The highlight of my team... The highlight of my team was Dallas's tight end who is picking up the slack for Michael Gallup. So <laughs> that was nice to see Schultz get 72 yards and a touchdown. But, I mean, it's the tight end world, man. If you don't have Kittle and Kelsey, you're throwing a dart and hoping for a touchdown. And I got that. Um, I, well done, Timmy V. I have no qualms losing to you. I think trash man for my team, I got to go with Sanders. Don't get me wrong. I want to call it Gaskin, but Sanders has just been a huge disappointment all year, especially on a week where the coach from Philly comes out and says, Sanders is our guy. He can handle a full workload. We want to feed him the ball. Where are you at, man? Where are you at, Miles Sanders? So, trash man, Miles Sanders. What do you think for Fireball? Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll give you Miles Sanders just because whatever. Uh. Fireball, it's got to be Joe Mixon. We make the rule of super elite guys don't get picked for fireballs unless it's more than 30. Joe Mixon, although talent super elite, hadn't been there on in the fantasy scores so far this year. And he went for 42. 
So that's got to be the nominee. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. And 180 yards and three touchdowns. That is that is a fireball nominee. It's going to be a hard fight between Mixon and uh, and Kittle this week. All right. Well, it's not going to be it's not going to be that hard a fight because your game wasn't close. Yeah, because might as well blow out. <laughs> Next up, we got Travis versus Scott. So a little out of order this week because Brian and Brandon's game is not quite decided. So let's go ahead and go straight to our uh, pop, drop, and lock it game. Worst score of the week, Travis. The other commissioner versus Scott. I don't know what's happening to my team, but they're really good. Um, what do you got here, Gino? What are you seeing? I mean, it's only a matter of time before Scott makes some ridiculous trade in which he gives up, like, Zeke for Zach Ertz. And uh, I don't know. I guess Felder's not here, so maybe that was he won't have that bad, that bad trade this year. But Scott's team putting up another 130 points. Uh, Russell Wilson looking great. Adam Thielen. Cooper Cup was like the only thing that happened good in the offense on that one play. I mean, Eckler got hurt and he still put up 130 points. I I think that the one person that's been carrying his team this whole time is the guy that he tried to trade away to everybody at the beginning before the season even started was Stephon Diggs, who just dominated again. So, Scott, great game. Uh, fireball nominee for his team. I, honestly, I don't think there's a lot of great options because we don't give it to kickers, and Blake should got 14. So I honestly don't care who you pick. Thielen, I guess. No, I, I don't think there's a fireball. There's just not one, right? Honestly, if Scott had lost, I would have considered giving the trash man to Russell Wilson with 30 points because he's <laughs> averaging like five a game right now, right? So he's 50% lower than what he should be. Um, I guess it's another controversy of the week. Scott has no confidence in his boy Diggs to include not being willing to make any sort of wager for rest of the season, Diggs and Sanders. Uh, but yeah, I, Scott's team is overperforming right now. And his, his bench, like, look at this. He had to bench Hollywood Brown. And I think there's not a lot of people who have to make that choice right now. Um, if you have Hollywood, you're probably playing him. So Scott's team is stacked. It's things are going right for him, and I'm really excited to see him in the playoffs. Oh, the other thing for Travis, I mean Drew Brees and/or Michael Thomas, huge disappointment all year. I know it's partially injury, but it just it really really hurts to have that. You know, Drew missing his top wide receiver. Kamara's doing great things, but it's not enough. Uh, Mike Evans, hey, he increased his average touchdown. By like a thousand percent this week. Uh, <laughs> last week he had two receptions, two yards, and two touchdowns. This week seven for one twenty-two and one. So that's great. Uh, Tampa Bay is starting to click. You know, at the beginning of the season it was looking pretty rough over there, but right now it seems like Brady's kind of getting a feel for his receivers. The team is kind of getting a feel for itself. So that's great. Um, Travis is in the unfortunate position where he's starting Adrian Peterson which gave you Adrian Peterson-level results, results, 36 yards and one rushing touchdown, which, I mean, saved his day, uh, averaging about three yards per carry. But it was an overall pretty rough day for Travis. And you know what that means. That's right. It's our pop, drop, 
and Lockett for Travis's team. Gino, we are positive people on this show, despite last week's vote of confidence in your favor. This is for Travis. Who is going to pop on Travis's team? So Travis's team, you know, he's, he's hurting in the running back realm right now because Burnett all of a sudden was hurt. Sonny Michelle got sent to IR. I don't know, honestly, why he was holding on to him. He has Mostert already on IR. And, you know, McKinnon, he had to play Peterson. I honestly, I think, I think in order to help Travis out, we need some good positivity out of someone that isn't producing it on a regular basis. I'm going to say John Smoke Brown. Because, John Smoke Brown. Because he is uber talented. Like, having the, the fact that Josh Allen has him and Diggs out there to run routes is not even fair. He should have had a touchdown on that awesome cartwheel play at the line, and they called him down on, like, the inch line. So I'm going to say John Smoke Brown. Don't get cute and, like, try to mix around, try to find someone else to play. Get T.Y. out of your lineup until proven otherwise, and he's going to pop for you. Oh, my gosh. So can you really call it a pop when the first two weeks Brown was putting up, he was averaging about 75 yards and a touchdown? Like, that is that is locked and loaded wide receiver, too. He disappeared in week three and then obviously six points this week, but I'm not sure. That's that's a borderline pop. I'm going well, go to I, I don't want it. I don't want him to, to, to like you know get down on him and start moving things around and think that he shouldn't play him. But like I think he should have confidence in having him be in his starting lineup because he will pop for him throughout the season. All right, I'm I'm gonna take a risk here. I'm gonna go a deep sleeper, a Ty Hilton. I am not giving up on T.Y. yet. I think Phillip Rivers and T.Y. just don't – they're not connecting yet. I think, you know, give them a couple more games. They got they got the Ohio Bowl for the next two weeks, so Cleveland-Cincinnati back-to-back. Cleveland is showing to be a tough team. Cincinnati is garbage time, come out of the bye, going to Detroit garbage time. So they have some – the schedule opens up a little bit. I believe in T.Y. I don't think he's over the hill yet. He is not like a Julio. I'm allergic to the end zone, Jones. Um, I think T.Y. is going to be your pop <laughs> for, for, for the season going forward. Do not lose faith. Uh, if you do want to sell T.Y., let me know. I got some studs. I think A.J. Green is available. Maybe we can make some trades. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Drop. Who are we getting rid of if you were Travis right now? I mean, can we just, like, go on a gamut on his team? Like, we'd just be like, don't even put Sony in your IR, right? T.Y., trade him to Dave. Adrian Peterson, go find someone else. Like, I mean, I don't know what, what to pick. I guess here, here, here's, a, here's, a, here's a hot take for you. What if, what if they... Say, what if we say not necessarily drop Ertz because you're not going to put him on the wire, but drop him to a trade? Because oh, I don't, I, I think, I think there's people that still think that name means something, 
And if he's not producing now, he's not going to. I mean, we're going to like the second tight end who's not even Goddard anymore because Ertz. I don't know, man. He's he's maybe he's going the way of of Gronk a little bit, and as the years go by, I know that Scott Bradley probably thinks that Zach Ertz is still good. Trade him straight up for Stephon Diggs because he's not actually confident in him. You know, Scott's actually not going to take that option because he's got Kelsey. He stole my Kelsey, so he's not even <laughs> looking for a tight end right now. Uh, on my side, I mean, the drop for me is plain as day. Sony Michelle, he's already in a crowded backfield. But, but that's like I, cheating, man. It is. It is. But why are you keeping Sony Michelle on your bench? He was on IR. Yeah. Like, I don't understand it. Why is he still there? Uh, drop Sony Michelle. And that's really all I have to say about that. All right. Lockdown. Tyler Lockett. Who is your pick that he should keep and just believe in and love? So maybe this should have been John Brown for me, but I still think John Brown's going to have a high ceiling pop. I'm going to say Jerick McKinnon. You know, it's going to be soon here that Mostert comes back and so does Tevin Coleman, right? I think Tevin Coleman is the back of the line now. I think that McKinnon came out and proved that it's been a long time coming for him and he just keeps playing well. So I think your lock is McKinnon. The good news is you have Mostert on your team. It'll be frustrating for you possibly because maybe they kind of split it but i think that you need to have confidence in mckinnon moving forward that he's going to continue to produce for you all right rank san francisco's backfield from top to bottom for me once Mostert comes back once Mostert comes back i'm going to say as far as giving you the opportunity for the highest ceiling it's going to be mckinnon Mostert. Whatever, Tevin Coleman, Wilson, whatever, however you want to go about that. Uh, and it's going to be because McKinnon is still going to be the one catching the passes for you, I think. Uh, I think yeah. that in a half PPR like we have set up in here, you know, he's shown he can get in the end zone. Maybe he gives up some of the early down uh, rushes to uh, Mostert, but McKinnon's still going to get the high value touches. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. I, I'm a little bit higher on Mostert. I think he will get some of that work back, and maybe I, I think he's going to be the highest value. I think it will be Mostert and then McKinnon. But, yeah, that's pretty close to where I'm seeing it too. Um, all right, and then for me, you're locked down Lockett. And this is going to be hard, Brian, or Brian Travis. It's going to be hard uh, because I think, I think I still believe Drew Brees. I don't think you need to pivot yet. I think you can con- continue to rely on him. And then, you know, obviously when Michael Thomas gets back, his ceiling gets a lot higher. But I think he's got the floor that you're looking for, that 20 to 25-point quarterback. He's not going to give you the DAC 500 passing yards week, but he's going to produce at a level that makes you happy and helps your team get some Ws. Yeah, I don't hate that. I mean, everyone's trying to say – oh, you know, he's lost it. He doesn't throw it deep anymore. He hasn't been doing that for years, and and he's been fine. You know, he's going to get the 10-yard pass award to the most of those to Mike Thomas and Alvin Kamara, and they're going to score touchdowns. That's what playmakers do. So I don't hate that. Um, I will say, I, I, I don't know. Personally, I wouldn't look at him as a, I'm going to play him every week guy. It's going to be good matchups only. Matchup dependent. And that's, yeah. dude, it's, 
you know, we're talking to Travis here. This is a struggle that I'm having in another league. And so I'm just being like, hey, buddy, I think we're still on the right course. Stay the course. He's still the guy. But I think you're right. If you have some other options, uh, go ahead and stream somebody else. Like, you know, Fitzmagic might be a good option. Um, obviously, you have him right now, but I know you won't keep him very long because pretty soon you got to drop him, your defense, and a few other people to pick up some prospects. Okay, so <laughs> we do need to finish before uh, with Travis and Scott. We got to figure out the Fireball and the Trashman Awards. So I think the Trashman, you know, I. Ertz, I, I really feel strongly it's Ertz. It's either Ertz or T.Y., uh, but the reason I'm going to say it's Ertz is because Philadelphia is desperate for a pass catcher. Um, they were down their wide receiver again. They still don't have Alshon back. Goddard went down as a tight end number two. Ertz should be shining, and he did four for nine and a two-point conversion. That's pathetic. Completely agree. I'm with you. It should absolutely be Zach Ertz, and yeah. that's why you should drop him. <laughs> All right. What do you think on the other side for Fireball with uh, Scott's team? 10,000 racial slurs. Uh, I mean, didn't you say that there wasn't a Fireball for the, oh, his yeah. team? We already, said, we already gave up on this. I was, cause I, was I passed it to you because I was looking at it, and I was like, I don't want anybody here. <laughs> do you don't have anything good to say? I, I, I'll, I'll give it to Thielen. I'll give it to Thielen. <laughs> Whatever. The pity pump for Thielen. Yeah, that's like um, that's like winning that's like winning like you know a flight award in pilot training like as a instructor as like the best junior CGO newest been there for a week pilot award. So we'll give him that one. Crushing it. Yeah. All right, Ryan versus Brandon. So this game is currently way too close to call. The projections right now. 107 to 106. Uh, Brian has Matt Ryan and Tyreek Hill in the game. Brandon has Julio touchdown Jones, James White, and Green Bay defense in the game. Um, current score is Brandon 95 to Brian 85. So he's got a little bit of comeback to, to, to happen, to make it happen. But Brian is currently projected to win uh, in no small part to Tyreek Hill. So... Uh, Gino, you want to take us down the take us down the line on these guys? Yeah, it's going to be tough because with Matt Ryan versus Julio Jones in this matchup, it could very well be, you know, they're both going back neck and neck if Julio has a big game. I think Brian gets it because, um, you know, we're waiting on a defense to come through for Brandon, and then if Julio scores, oh. that also means Matt Ryan scoring. So you want it. You want to make this a shotgun bet? You want to make this a second, a second <laughs> shotgun bet for the week? I'll take Brandon in this. You'll take Brandon. I think Brandon's gonna pull it out. I mean, look at the Yahoo projection. It's fifty-three forty-seven. I know. The, the tough, Brandon. the tough part about it is Brian's the one that has to make up points. I have current scores, and but he's I don't think got Matt right. But but Tyreek's in the fourth quarter, right? So, like, he, he's only got Matt Ryan. Um, okay, now and ever, brother, I'll take Brian. All right, I got Brandon. Shotgun <laughs> bet live on the podcast. Uh, oh, man. You know, okay. for Brian's team, like, we saw some things that we've been waiting to see. Amari Cooper finally had, like, a, you know, 
I am here to stay wide receiver number one game. Uh, he has not been putting up the points this year. This is over, or yeah, it's slightly less than double his next best score. So we're seeing just great things out of Brian's team. Uh, we're seeing, you know, some things that aren't as good. Uh, Darrell Henderson didn't quite get it. Chubb is on. I don't I- know. What were the Rams thinking? Like, if you if you watch the that game in like the second half of the game, they gave, gave like something like eighty percent of the snaps to Malcolm Brown, and they're like, "Okay, you're our back now. It's not going to be well, Daryl Henderson." Did, did you not see it on Sleeper? Sleeper was talking about this week. You should expect this because Sean McVay has said many times he's going to give it to the hot hand. Turns out Sean McVay has no idea what a hot hand looks like, but he <laughs> thinks it's Malcolm Brown. And so, yeah, I mean, everybody in the fantasy world has been going, you know, Henderson Jr. is the guy to own. He's going to have a great year. He looks better on the field with your eyeballs. And Sean McVay is like, well, F you all. I'm going to go with my boy Malcolm Brown. Um, I hope it didn't impact anybody's game. And in this case, I think it's going to lose the game for Brian. All right. Well, we'll see how this goes. Um, anyways, uh, over on Brandon's team, Kyler Murray kind of disappointed, but, you know, he's got a great floor for you, so he's going to hold that around 28 points still. He's starting Boston Scott, man. you think he deserves to win this game? <laughs> I don't think he deserves to win it. I think he um, Yeah, the – Boston Scott play, man. But if you look at his bench between the Reaper and the COVID scare, he literally had one person who actually played this week. And that person was another tight end. So he's already got Hunter Henry in the game. He could have got five more points if we were to play TJ Hawkinson. Um, but he, he did the smart thing and he did not play two tight ends. So you know what? Mad respect. I would rather play Boston Scott than two tight ends. Why does he have Boston Scott as an option? Desperation, man. No, he's got right. acres. He's out. Well, if got... if he if he does win, I'm gonna give Boston Scott the fireball because he scored 0.7 more points than he should have scored. <laughs> now or never, Boston <laughs> Scott. <laughs> uh, okay. But the rest of his team, it's been great to see Julio get get the end zone twice, um, and, then, <laughs> and then and then and then. And then Will Fuller, uh, you know, he's he's healthy. So he scored. That's great. Hopefully he can stay healthy because Houston looks like shit. They fired Bill Bryan. So we'll see what that what comes of that. And um, if so, his fireball will be Boston Scott. If he loses, his, his trash man is going to be um, Julio Jones. I mean, don't worry about this. Um we already know that the fireball is not really in contention anymore. We have some really good picks. Uh, I totally disagree with the Boston Scott. I think it's Will Fuller, who should have had another touchdown in the day. Uh, I don't believe in the now or never brother, Boston Scott. And then Trashman, I agree. It's going to be Julio Jones if Julio doesn't show up again. This is actually week four, right? This is about the time Julio should be getting his first touchdown. So, you're actually probably set, Brandon. Good luck out there. <laughs> and then the for side. for Brian, yeah. Um, if Brian loses, I'm going to say his trash man is Matt Ryan. And 
if he wins, I'm going to say Amari Cooper is his fireball. And then Daryl Henderson is his actual trash man. Yeah, I think Daryl Henderson is the actual trash man. And then Amari Cooper's fireball. Totally agree. Um, man, I was really hoping by delaying this game till the very end, we have a better picture of who might win. It actually got more clouded. It's still... Yeah, it, it got worse. It got, it got way worse. So... Uh, good luck, gents, and we really hope that you know somebody's got to win it. Uh, yeah. You, you really hope that somebody is going to win it? I hope that someone yeah. is going to win it, too. I, well, I want to I say nice things, but then I'm like, wait, shit, <laughs> if I hope for one, I can't hope for the other. Whatever. Um, all right, Gene, let's take it down. I didn't write down those last couple because they don't matter. So fireball options this week. We got Mark, Easy. Mark, Hiddle, and we got Mixon. Careful. You, ah. Uh, Man, I want to I want to fight you, but your main thesis of Kittle won his fantasy football game and was necessary. I I'm for it because Marky Mark or sorry Mixon just blew out his team blew out. So uh, and then, and then hey, goes I'm just Kittle. gonna I'm just sorry. Go ahead. You can finish it now. I'll just throw my last okay. piece in first before you finish. Actually, Kittle also went for 183. Rec- receiving yards and then added eight rush yards in there for fun so i'm just saying he still had more total yards as a tight end than joe mixon did in his blow-up game but he didn't have as many touchdowns (laughs) (laughs) can't argue that mixon held you until three times yeah no you're you're right i you're continuing to convince me we made the right choice uh kittle well done fireball whose team's he on again Oh, that would be a Sir Nick Browning. Sir Major Nick, congratulations. Fireball. Fireball. Woo-woo. All right, <laughs> trash man options. We got Gallup. We got Nuke Hopkins. We got Miles Sanders. And we got Ertz. Ertz. No. I, I would love to pick Ertz. I would. I would. But I want to fight you. Because in a game where Dak Prescott threw 500 passing yards, Gallup got two for 29. <laughs> two for 29. How depressing is that? He's supposed to be the number two wide receiver on that team. I mean, to be fair, a lot, a lot of people were saying he's the number one wide receiver on that team, and Amari Cooper would be number two. So I, I'm, right. I'm for it because while those analysts were correct that Amari Cooper is not the best wide receiver on the Cowboys, they were wrong in who they named because it should be C.D. Lamb. It should be CD laying it down, <laughs> rookie lamb. You're 100 percent correct. All right, trash man. Trash oh, man. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't want to be happy about this, uh, Gallup. So next up, finally, let's wrap it up for this week. We have week five matchup of the week. You didn't say Exceller. You know. Oh, Exceller. Exceller was uh, Kowtow with 70 points. I'm not actually really sure. Because I'm not going to do the math. And for do whatever you know, reason, my window on Yahoo wouldn't show me how many points you well, had. So I did I'm the math. pretty sure 70 is the worst. I did the math. He had uh, 77.07 points on his bench. Now or never. And <laughs> 76. <laughs> I don't think and, that's accurate. And 69 of those points were CD Lamb. Because he should be starting CD Lamb. All right. That's, that's hashtag fake news. If this was Twitter, I'd ban you. Um, all right. <laughs> Game of the week for next week. You know, we don't have any of our classic head-to-head matchups. But what we do have is the number one 
going up against the number two. That's Scott versus Tim. Uh, unfortunately for Tim, Aaron Jones is on a bye. But I know that Gino can't bring himself to choose Scott again. So I'm saying matchup of the week next week, number one versus number two, Scott versus Tim. Gino, who do you think is going to win the match? Oh, man. Um, yeah, it hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm making you pick Scotty too hottie again. Let me let me just take a look at this real fast. Oh come on, we talked about this in the pre-show. You can't. I know, and I and my and my mind was made up in the pre-show, but it's not anymore. I'm going Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Doubling down on the. No, here's a deal. It's win-win if I choose Scott. So it wasn't actually me looking at the players or using analytics to make this decision. But if Scott wins, I win the bet. If Scott loses. Loses, we get to bring Tim on on his welcome back tour from being deployed, and he could talk about just how bad Scott's team is because maybe Scott's team has been winning because Tim had been gone and hadn't been here to tell us how bad his team was every week. So that, that totally could be true. And yeah. you know what? It's week five in the NFL. Um, this is about the time that not only should Gino get one of the games of the week correct. But Julio Jones should get a touchdown. So I think this is it. This is a smash play for you. Uh, I'll take Tim, though. I think Tim's going to pull it out. Um, I'm sorry. You don't so to speak. But you got to make this happen, Timmy V. You got to pump up your players, put up some good scores. Let's see another 150 and three touchdowns for Mixon. Let's get it done. Yeah. I'm going to have to talk to Scott after this podcast about a trade. <laughs> maybe maybe get some of his worst players off his team. Maybe find a way to, to steal digs. Maybe yeah. Kelsey anymore. Like, you know, just something. Well, he's he's done with uh, Hollywood Brown, too. So, I get, you know, we'll, we'll try to work something out. Yeah, you can probably make something happen. Oh, man. That gives me an idea. Maybe I'll try to get Hollywood Brown. Well, that's it for the podcast this week. The podcast that may never get listened to uh, because we still don't have a fireball shot done. But uh, Kodiaks, have a great week and stay safe out there. See ya. See ya. Alan, get the fireball. Intro music is Happy Whistle by Scott Holmes. <laughs>